I need those proteins. The problem is I'm because of the lactose intolerance, I can't drink milk. So the so the like cereal getting protein from there doesn't really work. So eggs are a great form of protein. Also, I saw this commercial that said they were incredible and edible both at the same time. So I just sort of leaned into it. You really needed to go ahead on both of those things. Anytime I see a food commercial, I'm like, I didn't say it was edible. So in my defense, my wife made me give up bacon, which was having almost every single day on the egg. So now it's just eggs on like a roll with hot hot sauce. sauce? With hot sauce. Uh, But no bacon. Uh... God, this is boring. (laughs) You brought me into this world. I, (laughs) if only I could take you out. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best games of the month. My name is Griffin McElroy, I know the best games of the month. My name is Chris Plant, and I know the best games of the month. My name is Russ Fresh Chicken, and I know the best games of the week. Oh, Here's Trace. the deal, my wife is sick at home, so I really uh, can't okay. shout. So oh, I'm going to be quiet this is, this, this is going to sound terrible, but based on sort of the volume levels of the podcast and how they usually kind of clock in, it would be cool if she was sick every time you recorded. And I know that's a bad thing to <laughs> that's say. That's a terrible and thing to say. It's a terrible thing to say, but it's I feel like You completely. would make that sacrifice? Yes. <laughs> Justin, uh, what is this podcast? Uh, on the Besties, we talk about the latest and greatest in fashion, food, trends, web media, uh, hiring, firing, fidget uh, spinners, fidget spinners, naturally, video games, uh, music, concerts, live events, festivals. Festivals are huge. Hot dogs, hot dog hot technology. Dogs. This week, month, we're talking about, we're going to really focus on video games. Now, I was, my nephew, Kieran, was playing. Have you seen this 3DS? Uh, three dimensions, one screen is what he no, told me. This one was actually was. two screens, but what kind of continue. like weird goggles? <laughs> Do they make you wear like the big goggles? There, there are. He wears big goggles, but he's huge into steampunk. He's eight, and I don't know if that's necessary for the technology because I was able to observe it in a sense. I had it gave me a severe migraine. I had to lay down and. Do you have a top hat with a bow massage. as well? What? Oh, Russ, you if you're have... going to say something, please make it pertinent to what we're discussing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just, please. Um, but uh, uh, that, yeah, so video games this this time, we're going to focus on those. They're, they come a long way since Pac-Man. Uh, it's a pretty slow month. I think we addressed that in the last episode, and I think we'll address it in the bad conversations we're going to have in this episode. Um, can we do some honorable mentions if anybody has any? I know there wasn't a surplus of playables, tasty playables. Uh, um, I don't have any. Okay. Um, I've been I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen again because Stormblood came out. I think I've probably talked about it. It's funny. I was trying to think about the last time I was like playing it, and when I would have talked about it on the show and I actually stopped playing it last time because I was playing it and trying to tell y'all to play it. And you were like, no, we're playing destiny. And I was like, Oh, yeah. and then fucking a thousand hours of my life disappeared. <laughs> um, but it's really, it's really good. I, so like I haven't gotten to the Stormblood content yet. It adds a couple new classes and you know, the usual MMO expansion stuff, but I really like that game. I really like what it does. Um, Justin and I did a monster factory of it. Uh, yesterday, and I don't know that it was a very good sales pitch for Justin. It looks but. help me with something, Griffin, because in the hour or so, or hour and a half maybe of content I saw, it just looked like the most MMO ass MMO mm. humanly possible. How's it pretty, sort of differentiate? It's itself? a pretty MMO ass MMO. I like it because I played on PS4, and so I can Vita remote play it really easily. It actually works really well for that. Um, it's really smart about. Um, control. So when you use the controller, you use the what's called a crossbar, I think, where you like hold down one of the shoulder buttons, and then you have access to eight buttons, and it's up, down, left, right on the D-pad and triangle, circle, square, X. And so you can map different commands and macros or spells and attacks and shit to that one. And then you have another one if you hold down left trigger, and then if you hold down both, then you have an access to another bar. And so like it gives you access to like all this shit you need to play an MMO. I, I think I'm mostly fascinated in like how well they facilitated that. Um, it, it also like at times like feels like a final fantasy game like there is a story in the game and uh really good cutscenes, um and the world is like the world is really interesting um it has a cool way of handling classes where you can switch classes basically at will whenever you want and so like 
Uh, there's a, you know, black mage class, but then you can switch to the fishing class with like the press <laughs> of a button. And um, it, it sounds like it'd be really complicated because each class has its own like gear sets and shit like that. But um, the, uh, again, the game is like really smart about how it manages those into lists and makes it really seamless to just like press a button. And I go from being my white mage character to my archer character and switch yeah. like, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's a fun, it's a fun world to just explore on the, uh, when I'm just in the living room chilling and playing with the Vita. Not to um, focus too much on this. I, I, one, one question before we close this out. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with my TTC grading system for jrpgs i saw you tweet about this and i'm excited to 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 hear your thoughts ttc stands for time to crystal yeah (laughs) and generally the rule of thumb is the sooner the crystal in the game the sooner they ran out of fucking ideas wow so so what is the ttc in i mean it's like 15 15 seconds like you make your character (laughs) and then you jump into a cutscene with a crystal in it um yeah, it's it is it's very much like that. But like, I mean, that's still my jam. I still get excited to see a big crystal. It's you know one of the prettiest <laughs> prettiest rocks that there are. Amen. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know. The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com besties that's mintmobile.com besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, um, anyone else play anything of note? I mean, I just looked. I've, I've logged about 70 hours into Plunk Bat at this point. It's like all I do now. It's I, fucking Wait, nice. is that what we're calling it now? I pre- really prefer PUBG. PUBG is much Wait, wait okay. what was the first one? Plubger? Plunk bat, Plunk player, bat. player unknown battlegrounds. Um, yeah, Brendan's it's, battlegrounds. It, Brendan's battlegrounds. I won my first game, and like I thought that I would be able to like be done with it. Like the game really stresses me the fuck out, and I thought, oh, I'll win my first solo game, and then just like feel this relief, like I beat the game and be able to walk away from it. But I've, I, my interest in it has only kind of, it's only kind of grown. That it's game fantastic. is so it's fucking phenomenal. Play. Yeah, uh, I want more clothing. I've been playing in. Uh, you should take care of that, Rusty. Be a professional. Um, <laughs> recording a podcast for crying out loud. Uh, I've been. Uh, uh, I've been playing more near Automata. Excellent game, oh, no, Nier Automata. No, no. Jesus, yeah, no, I really let's not. talk about I'm, it. No, I, I just, I, I, I don't want to talk it. about it more. But like, I gave up on that game at a certain point because mm-hmm. I was getting kind of bored by it, and then I pushed on until I finished the first time, and then started getting into the second playthrough and. Mm-hmm hachi machi it's just such, they don't nail it it's it's like it's not a perfectly executed idea but the idea of like replaying a game and like recontextualizing almost everything you do in the first playthrough is like so super fascinating and it really i'm i'm just adoring it i'm I, again mechanically i don't think it's like it starts to get a little dull in uh, by the second playthrough, even though your character has very different mechanics. There's just like a hacking mini game um, that's like an insta kill uh, with area of effect. Uh, if you can pull it off successfully, it's just like gets a little old and doesn't really flow in the battle the way that other stuff does. Hmm. Um, so that like it gets a little old, um, but like seeing the story stuff happen and seeing that recontextualize and seeing it change is like. Is like really, really interesting. And it's also smart in that the second time you play through, you have all your items from the first one, which eliminates a lot of like the garbage you wouldn't want to do twice. Like someone has like 
three esoteric items they need to make medicine you're like oh fuck you i have 99 of those hold on let me here i probably dropped some on my way over here like no problem um which is really cool and near automata is an excellent video game and it is at this point second playthrough yeah, I'm a few hours into okay. my second playthrough. I, I cannot wait point, for us to talk about your third, fourth, no, and fifth playthrough. No, at this Christ. point, next month, tune in. Please catch stop. the fever. Um, should I even say that I'm playing Wolfenstein: The New Order, or is that? I mean, the statute of limitations. I never played the New Order. Actually, wait, is that the wait, is yes, that the DLC did? or is that the that's the original? Oh no, I played the original. I mean, the original like new game that came out what yeah, 2015 yeah, yeah. or so. Uh, Great game. Good. Wait, you I, played that before, right? I got to the train part that everybody talked about, and it, I was like, this is so fucking cool. And then, like, I don't know, man, sh- uh, shooters like this aren't my jam. I recognize completely how fucking, like, well-made they are. I kind of had a similar thing with Doom, where I played about, um, I played, like, a few hours of it, and I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. And, I, and then I st- kind of stopped playing it. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's really good. I I I I don't know what else to say that wasn't said about it two years ago. But seeing that trailer for the the new game like made me realize like okay I need to go back and play. I've been talking to Nick about it because him and Pat uh, uh, have been like leading these long discussions about how great this two year old <laughs> game is uh, and how there's this weird zeitgeist of like everybody. One like coming home from E3, getting home and sitting down at their PS4 and reinstalling yeah, Wolfenstein. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Okay. Did fish it? Uh, I don't know, man. It's very good. It's an excellent video game. I kind of want to go back and play it again now, too, now that I say that. I'll only install it. I'll be back. Bye, Juice. Okay. Um, Phones so... even have been slow this month. Has anybody played anything good on phone? Play oh, Realm man. Grinder, which I'm is a very good auto game if you want that kind of thing. I'm still playing it. That's the one you didn't enjoy a month ago, right? No, I, just I, still, to double check. I still enjoy it. I enjoy it every day. I play it every okay. single day. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was conflating it with the other Fire Emblem. Yeah, that one sucked. <laughs> um, so let's start talking about our shit. Uh, I'll go first. The game that I'm bringing, and again, we should preface this by saying, like, it's pretty dry this month. We've already said that before. This but is a good damn. game. Why, why are you doing this? The, this is a good game, but I, I wanted I would to bring say this game in and, you're, normal, and you're already you're short selling. Any it. other month, and this game would not make my list. Even wow, close, I would say it's a very good game. It's enjoyable. I'm glad you're it's the good, one who brought it's, it. It's a good. It's a good pitch so far. Well, yeah. the alternative is not robust. Like it was either this or Cape Story for me. Okay, so um, the game is called Cave Blazers. Uh, Chris Plant. <laughs> Uh, direct right did i get the game name yeah, right it's it's just so you just gotta laugh it's a pretty goofy name it makes me feel like i know that this isn't the intent but the fact that this in cave story came out the same month made, made me feel like somebody's like oh, it's a big month story, for huh? yeah well, wait, it's time to blaze this cave i can jump that <laughs> 420 blazer okay so the game is cave blazers it's basically spelunky on easy mode is a fair kind mm. of top wait shut up plant well, i can't wait for true. plant to just take your fucking thesis apart dude yeah so you, no, put no, it no, out no. there so please just look, tell me about the fucking you're game. a little man okay. and you run around in caves and you've got bombs and you've got weapons and you try to survive and you go deep down and you get gems and you use the gems to buy stuff and if it starts sounding like spunky that's because it's very similar to spunky but um unlike spunky which is incredibly punishing as everyone on this podcast knows and some of you quit almost immediately um this game allows you a lot more leeway so you can for example fall on some spikes and not die instantly or get hit by a dude and not die instantly um so it's definitely more welcoming and lighthearted and and just like easier on that front it does unlike spelunky it does have a like loot based system which has like weapons that have uh, passive abilities and and stats and uh, like kind of a quasi uh, weapon upgrade system so it's like a little more rpge than spelunky is which is like pretty core uh platformer but um i mean again it's it is enjoyable and lighthearted but like coming off of spunky and coming off of like dead cells for example which this also has a lot of sharing dna of uh between the two games this is obviously like a a very passable cute little fun game um but not like an earth-shattering moment in my life (laughs) what's the platform chris chris you want to pick up the ball here because i put it on pc so 
this is not really the game at all but what do you mean it's I, I i'll give you credit like for the first 30 minutes i think it's definitely the thing you're describing okay i don't i don't think it's perfect by any means so i will i will i will grant you that but i would say it looks when you started it like crappy spelunky like it is none of the characters spelunky <laughs> i never call it crappy for the record yeah it, no it looks like a really bad knockoff to be really honest the sure. characters are small like much smaller it has a weird sense of perspective and you do start off like in a temple the song that is like playing at the beginning feels like it wants to be spelunky there's cutesy dialogue that is not good they managed to like have a crappy dick joke in the first five minutes which i think is like most of the dialogue in the game that's my ttdj um is a really important metric for <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> so so there's that right but then once you start the game um it, it feels like more of a mishmash of all of these i guess you could call them roguelikes that have fall like followed spelunky so there's, i think there's a lot of rogue legacy here i think there's i mean uh, just this like crowd of steam games feels like it influenced this thing so it's more of it looks like spelunky but the reality is it's something of the greatest hits so when when ross says it's like easier i don't think the game itself is easier i think like you just don't die right away like it's still punishing the difference hmm. is there are more things to kill you and therefore you have like life and there's more stuff built there are perks that you acquire throughout the uh throughout the game they're represented by these little circles that you'll tap and it'll grant you plus five melee or plus five ranged attack or it'll give you special abilities like oh every time you fire an arrow it also fires a lightning bolt um and the more you play from what i can tell the more you're playing the more advanced these seem to be getting it's really weird how the unlock system works um and then also the more you play and the further you progress the more starting perks you unlock so at the beginning you start with like i think like two bombs and those are your perks uh you might get a melee thing where it's like well now you start with plus five melee and this special weapon or you start with only 80 percent health but you get a weapon that every 10 kills it like increases your strength um so it becomes much more of like okay when i go in here i'm not necessarily more powerful but i can have like different methods of how i play through um the thing that's kind of a bummer for me so far is one the, there are multiple bosses there are bosses between each kind of area so you'll have mm -hmm. two stages and then a boss and the bosses are not ideal I, they're I think like, like mega man bosses essentially. yeah yeah they're just but not like super well crafted yeah they're not hard, they're like they don't really make sense in terms of how you read them like to develop a strategy against them i found that like they were kind of unreli like unreliable to fight against and the other thing is there are some really cool weapons if you play quite a bit uh that can really change the game there's one that and you fire arrows most of the time as your long range uh but there is a machine gun that you can get that is so powerful that it knocks you back so if you fire at the floor you can essentially fly um and that, it's like uh, super crate box yeah it totally changes the game but it, unlike spelunky which has like this kind of small set of things and you know like well eventually i'm gonna get some of this stuff i have had that once and you know a number of hours of play so i i think like it russ is right in that like comparing it to spelunky is really gonna like not do it justice because the things that spelunky does really well it doesn't um but i think it's also trying a lot of different things that spelunky had no interest in like oh how do we create like a roguelike where while you're playing through you're getting like increasingly powerful by buffs which was never a spelunky thing to begin with so i i think it's pretty good i i just think like yeah comparing it against like i what one of like the top three video games ever made yeah is, it's gonna it's never gonna fare well in yeah that it, comparison. It's, it's doomed and, and it's its own fault like it really draws that comparison it borrows a hell of a lot from like, from the moment you start it but ultimately yeah. it's much if you if it had any other visual design i don't think like that would be the first comparison that would be made um especially if like it's weird like you start with the with uh bombs and they become like almost useless uh immediately yeah like, it didn't seem unlike spunky it didn't seem like balance was like a crucial concern for the developers 
No, but I mean, I I think it's like five or ten bucks. I I feel like it was. Oh yeah, no, no. Cheaper. I would say I, from I think a, it, from I think a it's, bang I, for your bucks perspective, it's totally worth it. Yeah, I find it to be a really good like pre or post uh, PUBG game because a cool a cool down game, a chill yeah, out tent. Well, it's it is so fun. But once I play a round of it, I'm like, I do not want to play that for another twenty four hours. And then yeah. I'm excited the next time I like turn on my PC. Um, I like. Let's talk about. Let's just talk about PUBG. I, I play it at like ten thirty after my uh, wife and my baby are asleep, and I play it for like an hour, and then I go to sleep, and it is not a good pre-sleep. <laughs> I, no. I usually like lay in bed for like fifteen minutes, just sort of unpacking uh, the things I could have done better. <laughs> um, hey, that sounds like my every day. <laughs> um i can I, I i should go next i feel like because there's like a kind of a connective kind of a connective tissue here um caves, caves. yeah i'm doing <laughs> caves i'm doing you also reference like a machine gun powerful enough to let you fly and like that's the cave story thing also so um i'm doing cave story plus it is the new version of cave story that is up on switch um and i think like uh, i, I want to start off talking about like what's new uh, in this version because if you've played cave story like there's not a lot here that is is new it's got you know remastered graphics but like they were already like pretty sharp pixel graphics before and so cave story plus came out on 3ds originally so no there was cave story 3d which was the 3ds version and that was fully new 3d graphics and it it, it's sort of uh a divisive entry of of this this game uh the way it was ported just like because it is 3d graphics and so there are some like feel differences And and this is a game that it requires like absolute precision at all times because it gets fucking super difficult um but let me me just clarify real quick so cave story plus came out on pc and mac in 2011 um and that's really what the graphics that you're looking at in this game yeah more or less um but there's also some additional like extra modes that are sort of like uh, uh there's like bonus challenges uh like a time trial of the very last dungeon in the game which is like impossible um and a few other things the the big thing that's going to be new that's not here at launch but later this summer they're adding uh local co-op for the first time where you play as curly brace who is one of the characters from the game um and i think that's going to be really fucking fun i um, love curly but ultimately there's not like a ton of new stuff here and i feel like i should couch that by saying it's 30 bucks and it's that's you, it started out as like a freeware game. You can still find that freeware version for free on your PC. Um, I have played it a couple times now, uh, the most on 3DS, not the um, a Cave Story 3D version, but just the eShop version. Again, this game has been like fucking everywhere. And and you can find it on uh, that, that eShop version for 3DS for probably like, I don't know, not very much money, certainly not 30 bucks. Actually, that may have been a, a DS game that I... You mean the original over. Cave Story, non 3DS, non 3D yeah. Cave Story? Yeah, I think it uh, might have been a yeah. Uh, so like all all that said, like um, I for for me, like I love the Switch, and I just want to play my favorite games on it. And Cave Story's like top ten all time best games ever made, in That's my opinion. So interesting. Can, um, can I share so, a secret and a beef well, with you? Uh, yes, but I do also want to actually talk about what the fucking game oh, is. Cause, yeah, yeah. what is the Good game? Idea. I've never played it. Uh, so Cave Story is a, a, a um, to call it retro, I feel like is a little bit dismissive, um, but it, it, it feels like, um, uh, like an NES sort of adventure platformer action game uh, that uh, didn't get made because like it's, it's, it would have been the most ambitious NES game ever made. Um, and it, that's also kind of unfair because it's not exactly like NES graphics, but whatever. Um, and it is a game in which you, you know, find uh, different different weapons and run around and you blast stuff. Um, and what, what's great about it is that, like, the world is so terrific. It takes place on this island that are sort of inhabited by these uh, rabbit creatures and you are a robot and nobody really knows how you got there. And in sort of exploring how you got there and what the secret of this island is um you you sort of unravel the story of the game and it's surprisingly like really great and the characters are all really memorable um but like the great thing about it is the feel of this game and it's like it's unlike anything like 
um, that that has been made sort of in this vein. It is so fucking tight. Like, um, especially once you get later on in the game and you have like a slew of different weapons um, that you can collect and upgrades for those weapons are handled by whenever you kill an enemy. Uh, some of the time they'll drop experience, uh, which shows up as like little triangles. Um, and as you collect it, your weapons power up. But if you get hit, the weapon that you have equipped uh, will lose some experience. Um, so you're constantly like trying to choose like what you want to have equipped whenever you pick up these things and like what your favorite weapons are and what you want to keep boosted. But then when you have those weapons equipped, you have to be like extra careful. Like it's really smart about yeah. that. Um, just, but if it, just, it, sorry, I just want to make Justin. So, you, so you're. It's interesting, Griffin, that you haven't brought up Metroid, which I think is a yeah. Has so it's a, a lot of yeah. DNA sharing. Um, it does, but it's not exactly a Metroidvania game. Like, there's no, no like it's more linear it's, than a Metroid. It, it is linear, but there's also like some exploit. There's like a lot of exploration that you can do. Um, the it's closer like, to like a Mega Man X when you think about it because no, Mega Man X has like some replay and some hidden areas that you go back to and... yeah but it's not mission based it, it, it is uh, one like cohesive world yeah um, where where it gets really there's, there's a lot of like collectibles, uh, collectibles and a lot of secrets and like a branching storyline and there are um, items that you can get there's like a there's a, a system kind of like the bigger on sword trading where you can like trade in a weapon at, at a certain point in the game but if you don't you can hang on to your shittier weapon and take it further into the game and then trade it for something better off uh better later on and um there, there's it, there's a lot of stuff like that there's a lot of like it, it feels like there are like secrets hidden everywhere and yeah. like it feels like you can feel the like love that this developer had as they were making this game and uh, one last thing about like the feel of it eventually you get like a booster like a jump booster um and like once you get that the game just turns like batshit like bananas like it 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 turns into this like thrilling really 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 challenging but in a really fair like i've got to fucking try that one more time way culminating in if you like play the game and get the the the, the good ending uh in a final level that i referenced earlier on that is like this harrowing like D like painful uh dungeon that i've only beaten one time and when i did it was like one of the best video game experiences um of of my whole life um and it, it's i don't know it's just a really polished really clever really 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 charming platformer i think it has a lot sort of in in um it, it kind of reminds me of how like shovel knight treated me of just like it's not just a lazy retro game where it's just like oh we made ducktales it's like got its own shit or going stardew on. valley like it, it yeah it's exactly a dude that was obsessed with these sorts of games but right. basically put his own spin on it and made it and um, and and it's it's kind of weird talking about it right because it's nothing new like this game came out forever ago um but i don't know that i've talked about it on the show before and like i just i adore the hell out of this game i, I again Maybe if you haven't played it, 30 bucks is a good price to get in. But, like, I don't necessarily know that there's enough justification for you to have to get it on the Switch, right? Like, there's a push from Nicalis to say, like, oh, this is the definitive edition. And it's like, it doesn't, it really, really doesn't seem that different. Can you make an argument that, like, if you have it, like, the pickup would make, like, for, you mentioned, like, $30 and you, it may be fair if you haven't played it. Like, wouldn't the assumption be that it's been out on so many platforms at this point that the only audience would be people who haven't played it i mean like you know and, what i mean I like mean, it, it doesn't seem like a first time port where everybody's scrambling to, to finally get their hands on it it seems like a premium for people who you know it's a premium price for people who <laughs> just apparently took the last five or six years off it may um maybe yeah. but like you didn't you didn't play it like i right. played it and i bought it just because like i like I, again like i am sort of obsessive about like having all of my my faves on the switch like yeah you also, this is my first time playing it but if you paid thirty dollars really. for it then it, that was a good price right like yeah i that, guess so that then it's if you're somebody who like really really wants it on this i don't know it just doesn't seem like i don't know it's I, like I it's don't not necessarily a mass a great price as somebody uh, who's playing it for the first time it's a, it's a it is it's 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 weirdly a lot like it's um i mean you look at the, like the eShop prices for nintendo so like you can buy super mario world one of the greatest games ever made for eight dollars on the wii u right now just yeah. as an example so it's uh, like it's a tough 
sell at well, $30. I want to hear what you think of the game, Russ, since you're playing it for the first time. I actually saw your little notification. It's weird playing a Nintendo game and seeing a, like a I notification know. from my that, friends. That, that other are, people are doing things. It's very right. It's bizarre. not just It's not just weird that I'm getting notifications on a Nintendo console. It's weird that like uh, other people somewhere underneath that that big, beautiful moon at the same time as me are playing video games. on the, Like it's it's still a very novel experience to me. But what, yeah. do, you, what do you think of it? So, um, yeah, as I, I've I had played probably like 20 minutes in in in, uh, in, uh, in the past years but this is the first time i'm really digging into it and i would say i'm probably about three quarters of the way through at this point um i think it's very good um but i also think that time has not been super kind in the sense that so many people since this game came out have tackled this genre especially in the last three or four years that the refinements that have been made to every aspect whether it's like certain how the guns feel how the upgrades feel how the whatever feels i feel like this lags behind a little bit just by nature of it being a 12 year old game at this point um i like the story stuff i think it's i'm like invested and i think there's a lot of humor and the characters are engaging and interesting but again it's like yeah, I mean, I'm liking it, but it, again, it's that thirty dollars price is just pretty high um, for um, I think what is like should be twenty dollars, and I think I'd be very happy about it. Yeah, um, I don't twenty think that seems coming... more 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 fair yeah. because the, coming... the other option of that is the other flip side of my dumb argument is if you haven't bought it yet you maybe not aren't dying to play it and 30 dollars yeah, may not be the price to finally scare you away you unless in. you have yeah. a switch and you're desperate for some game to play it on which i i know a lot of people are uh, yeah i was talking to plan about this earlier i think part of the reason um uh that this game is is so well regarded again i don't want to take anything away from it it's a it's a very good game but yeah, a it, it, it's well, it's it, I, it's just like it's hard for me to sort of be objective about it because like I, I, I kind of feel the same way about it that I feel like Undertale like Undertale is going to come out on Vita and I'm going to mm-hmm. play it again and when I play it again I'm going to be playing it the same way I played Cave Story which is like I know where all the secrets are and it's like um it's like how I used to watch my own home movies when I was a little kid just because like I I you I knew what to expect. Uh, and yeah, you and it's, knew yeah. you had a lot of enjoyment out of it. I think uh, I think there's two things. One, when the game came out, and I just checked, I think it was 2004 when the original Cave Story came out. As you said, it was a freeware game, and like unquestionably the best freeware game that has ever been released at that yes. point. Like no, not even close. It crushed everything. It was like a like a Nintendo quality game that was just released for free on the PC, and you could just download it for free. It was amazing. Um, and so I think that is part of it where like no one had any expectations and it came out and was like, holy shit, this is much better than we all thought. And, and the other thing is like in the way that like when plant, um, and I played mother, uh, uh, earthbound, which I had never played before and planted played it when he was a little kid and it was a big part of his childhood. And then when I played it several years later and like, it did almost nothing for me. Um, it just, I think it has to do with like where your brain is at that point. Like you listen to Pearl Jam when you were growing up, you love Pearl Jam when you're an adult. I think it really is partly that as well. Yeah. I, I have found everything around it very frustrating. I'm more frustrated with like game critics than I am with the game, but this was a thing where I, I, I loved Kiro Blaster or Kiro Kiro Blaster. Like yeah, his the same, same developer. Yeah. Yeah. That game was fantastic. And I've always wanted to play Cave Story. And for whatever reason, I didn't prioritize it. Um, and this came out and I saw so many people uh, recommending that like, oh, this is a def- definitive edition. You got it. It is worth it. It's going to be something that you love on your Switch. It's so fantastic. And I... I completely agree with both of you. I think I can see how it was wonderful at the time, especially as something that was free. Um, But like, wow, does it get off to a slow start? And wow, does the story not really make any sense for a while? It takes a Um, bit, yeah. It's and I don't think it's bad. Like I'm, I'm still gonna finish it. But it was, it was a weird thing to be so for something to be so like unflinchingly endorsed and then to like sink 30 bucks into it which is not cheap right Um, and for it to be like yeah this is this feels like it would have been a good game for free at that time um i i'm i am super jazzed to play more but yeah it's it's a bit of a bummer because it does feel like yeah i i i'm not gonna have the same 
emotional feeling that people have for this game uh as those as the people who played it a long time ago and, and i think this release is kind of built off that i mean so many of the people that i've seen on twitter who are playing it are not even like i don't even know if they're playing the game but like my stream has been bombarded with photos of people who bought the box copy that has like the special mini soundtrack cd um well, that's fucking great. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, I have a notification set up for the Undertale stuff that got announced at E3 with the like locket that plays music. Like that nostalgia play is like, yeah, I'm, I'm here oh, for yeah. it. For I, sure. I, I, I think, I guess I wanted to talk about it on this episode just to say like, it, I think it's absolutely a game worth playing, even if it's not in this version. Although I will say like having it on Switch, uh, is, it, it it's another thing that is good about, uh, it, but it's the same thing you find on, uh, DS and on Vita where I'm pretty sure it also is is that like it's really good for portable play also mm-hmm. especially since again that last level is so fucking difficult and you will bash your head against it for a while and it, it's broken down into like 10 second increments where you die instantly and you're like all right one more try one more try and like I haven't beaten it yet on switch um even and though you like, can't skip the cutscenes and it drives me nuts every time I die I have to watch yeah, the cutscene again uh, I mean, you could make the screw, the talking go faster, but huh. those two dinosaurs keep killing me, and I really want to jump off a building. Oh, that's not the that's not the final cutscene, but I know it's not. It's just I don't um, want to hear them talk anymore. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a oh, really sorry. good uh, portable okay. game. So uh, just just go play Cave Story. Get don't if you don't want to spend thirty bucks, go get the fucking free version and play it because I think it's a I think it's a really good um, important game. Y'all. You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties uh do we want to skip to halftime i i was hoping maybe we could circle back on e3 stuff and see if anybody played anything really cool really really cool i played super mario odyssey yesterday what yep it was spectacular uh, I, got play, I got to play it at E3, and I really want to hear what Russ says about it. There was there was an event in New York City, uh, and Nintendo was uh, showing off basically their E3 slate, uh, which included Fire Emblem Warriors and and the new Metroid game on 3DS. And another um, Fire Emblem game, fucking finally. I know, scratching that itch. Uh, but I played Super Mario Odyssey, and the one thing that um, you know when I watched the trailer uh, that was released during E3 and before that, I was like, okay, this is, looks like a very enjoyable mario game like i think i'm really gonna dig it um but it didn't like i was like excited about it but in the way i'm excited about every single mario game that comes out and within three seconds of picking up the controller and playing mario odyssey i was like oh this is some next level shit yeah um there is just the the i don't i don't know if it came through in the trailer for folks like who didn't get a chance to play it but like it feels fucking yeah, phenomenal. It feels amazing. Like in the way that like your mind was blown when you first controlled Mario in Mario 64 and like, holy shit, I can slide down the banister. Like there's like 16 of those insane moves that you can pull off just with like, I'm going to hold down the hat throw button a little longer and the hat will like float there and then I could just run in and bounce off of it. There's like a ton of those like new moves that like allow you to get around the world in really interesting fluid ways. That um, I was I, like, oh, I can't I, fucking wait. 
I, I checked out the game. Uh, we had a few appointments for it um, at E3 because there was like some judges stuff and we had a video appointment. And the, But the first time I showed up, I went with Nick, who's like a huge like Mario fan. And I, I mean, I am too, but like he specifically sat down and like tested out all of these moves that have been possible in 3D Mario games in the past, right? So like... Uh, Super Mario Galaxy, like the, all of the different jumps you can do, like yep. the spin, the weird spin jump that like is deep arcana, like not surface level jump that you get, like everything you could think of that you have been able to do in Mario games is like represented here. And like watching his delight in that made me think like this, this game is going to be fucking excellent. Yeah, I um, loved it. The, yeah, it's going to be uh, real good. Another excellent game is going to be Spider-Man, a PlayStation 4 title exclusive to the PlayStation 4. Spider-Man games have had a checkered pass. I'll be the first to admit. But uh, What was I've the last good one? I mean, there's, there's like one great one and then two pretty good ones. I kind of um, like the cel-shaded one. Uh, incorrect. There, uh, there's no open world in that, and no swinging around. So you no, I, there was the an point. open world cel shaded one. Amazing Spider-Man, I think. Yeah, it was called. no, Amazing Spider-Man was not open world. Oh, That's I'm the one we switched between one, Venom and oh, uh, no. Spider-Man. Oh, um, and yeah. that was it was Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, um, I like that one. Yeah, that one was uh, had some okay stuff, but um, Web of Shadows was a. Uh, uh, oh that's yeah, probably with the, the last, weird like, side stories. Yeah, that's when we like Spider-Man. No, no. What? That's Shattered Dimensions. Um, oh, stealth. They've made uh, a lot of these, huh? Yeah, I made a lot of them. None of them have been great, uh, except for Web of Shadows, which I think is a legitimately a great game where they did a great job with the combat, the swinging. Um, and from what I saw at the, I saw sort of an extended demo from what you saw on uh, at the press conference. Um, I f feel very good about it. They're they are going in. Obviously, they're promoting it a heck of a lot more than any Spider-Man previously. So it's like they've definitely got confidence behind it. And in a way, it's sort of inevitable. Like if you finally it's a great character who should be very fun to be and inhabit. And if you put a chunk of money behind it and a developer that really knows what they're doing, like surprise, it's excellent. But um, the web stuff looked great, which is essential. Um, it's all connecting to real buildings um which is is cool they have the combat looks really neat there, there's like a lot of instances in the world where you can like do uh sort of one-off activities pull a girder down on somebody or 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 whatever and you saw some of those in the demo but we also saw different ones in the extended demo that we saw which is which is cool um the what they wouldn't go into and what i'm sort of still sort of questioning is I think it's easy to nail, not easy. I don't know if I've never made a fucking game, but like, I think it's easier, <laughs> easier to nail the big set piece moments, especially because they're in, in involving some cutscenes. But like the day to day living as Spider-Man is a game that like is, is something that a lot of games have struggled with. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 notably had a, um, a meter that, Anytime you uh, you heard about every crime in Manhattan, and if you didn't swing across the entirety of Manhattan to stop that crime, it increased your notoriety, and then eventually people mm. would start uh, attacking you if your notoriety got, and including like <laughs> erecting huge energy nets to catch you in and just ruin <laughs> swinging. It's like if you just it's didn't just, help anyone, like if you were passive, like a guilt it would do meter. That? And it's not even like helping <laughs> anyone. It's like if you don't want to do for the fifth time a freaking uh 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 you know stopping a car hijacking or whatever for the 30th time then uh uh then you are penalized for that so mm. that was not great but they're not talking about it so that's like the last sort of big question mark i have but um overall it looked really good i'm very excited about it i do like um sunset overdrive a hell of a lot yeah, there's a and lot of that in it for sure. That's what it looked like. Yeah, uh, the new Monster Hunter looks really good. I saw a presentation for that. Um, oh, geez, you could have talked about that in honorable mentions. You've been playing Generations, or at least you were back when we were at E3. Yeah. Um, did you stop? <laughs> Please tell me you stopped. Please God, I'm out. I can't, yeah. y'all. That's a weird one. I just I had for a week two people who've played probably hundreds of hours uh, of, of that game. And I, I, it's just, 
it, it's and and they help walk me through those beginning stages. But there is a ludicrous amount of stuff that you just have to Google. I mean, like you just have to yeah. constantly be referencing outside materials. And I'm very optimistic that in the next one they they can fix that. But it seems honestly like I, these games have a long running history, and it seems like they just it's there's so much that they've, is been, they've been building they've been building and building and building and building and building on like every time a new game comes out they add five new systems onto what the last game had and after a decade of that it's just like y'all need to fucking stop like <laughs> y'all need to like reboot your shit i think a little bit because it is just it is it is um, even trying to teach Justin some of the basics, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I understand if you want to quit, like, I got to teach you how to use the fucking, like, Palico trading service to get extra honey to make mega potions between missions, like, come on. Um, can, uh, Chris, did you see anything hot? I feel like we need to uh, get back into it, but um, I know you were also hitting, uh, it, hitting the ground. I feel like I did. But now I'm not remembering any Literally, of it. Like no games. I mean, it was all trailers for me. I, I felt like every appointment I went into, it was like that Spider-Man thing where they're like, hey, remember that thing you just saw? Well, here it is again with an extra 30 seconds and a little bit different. Um, I, 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 I'm excited about Spider-Man. I was not super impressed by the Wolfenstein demo. Um... Which was weird and disappointing. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that I really like that I actually played. Apart yeah, from man. Mario. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And, and, and did not, you not? Were you not over over the mood about Mario? Was I not over the? Oh, you know what I did play that I liked a lot. Um, I I played Crackdown, and that oh, was really that's actually enjoyable. a good example. Okay, uh, so so let me let me set this stage real quick. A crackdown from home, like watching from home, watching mm-hmm. the streams as they were happening, looked like pretty God, much bad. dog shit. Like yeah, it looked it, like dog shit. I, it looks like a fucking 360 game. Like yeah. it looks so much worse than it plays. Yeah. So I, how does it? How is it different from I guess Crackdown One in terms of playability? So it is like how you remember Crackdown One, not like how Crackdown One actually is. Because if you go back and play it, which I did it before you three, great. yeah, it does not hold up really? so well. Interesting. Um, but it it feels like how you remember it. I it, it it's like the there's all these new aerial moves and the weapons are just wackier um, and more powerful. Um, and the whole idea of like hunting down the whoever the the various bosses agility orbs and oh, okay. oh well, that too the agility orbs is still there but hunting down the various bosses seems interesting i like you couldn't do that in the demo they showed some of it in the behind closed tour stuff um but they also just have more powerful bosses so now it's like this chaos mechanic where if you cause enough mayhem in a certain area it will attract the big big boss of of that like zone hmm. um and that can be in the demo they showed a person I, I was a woman in like i i don't know even what it was like a hovering plane thing that was humongous and is firing missiles at you and if you don't take out her i guess lieutenants and their chiefs then all of those mini gangs attack you so the whole idea is like if you want at the beginning you could blow everything up and attract the ire of this super boss and try to fight them and all these gangs at the same time or you can pick off you know the different layers of the gang and then absorb some of their powers or skills or whatever um and then go and take the big boss on which i think is like it's, a good twist sounds like some mercenaries the original shit. yeah it yeah it's it, yeah, the original sure. um i'm sorry is the building destruction stuff gone completely yeah from... that's that's in the multiplayer mode uh which oh, is there is yeah okay. so the multiplayer that's mode so confusing from what i understand the multiplayer mode is being made by uh dave jones and like he was the one who was i believe the original director on crackdown hmm. um and then the single player is being made by sumo who is like secretly one of the best third-party developers like in the business um, they're the people who made Sonic Racing Transformed and the other Sonic oh, yeah, Racing game, games, which Sumo, are great Sumo games. Digital? Yeah. Um, they've what they've made, they like, made? a number of things. And apparently they're just, like, a j- behemoth now, like, quietly making all these games for other uh, publishers. But, yeah, I, I'm super-duper 
jazzed about it. Um, I I <laughs> I don't know what Microsoft's deal was because the rollout could not have been worse. Like they the whole joy of the game would be like, oh, just upload 20 minutes to show that it is more crackdown. That's what people will be excited about. And yeah. their model was, here's a trailer that doesn't really show it at all. Plus There's, it kind of makes it look crappy. There were some there were some fucking weird sales pitches yeah. for games. That, like really but, and like Crew 2 was like y'all didn't but they show wouldn't anything. Even let you capture footage of crackdown. Like yeah. that, they, they, that we at the Microsoft event they were like, "Yeah, so we have all these capture devices set up. You can't use it for crackdown though, but you can shoot it off of the TV." So <laughs> it already doesn't look, you know, like it it would benefit well, from being seen that, in 4K. But doesn't that but Chris doesn't that is that just like a well, I mean, sure, it looked bad. You were looking at yeah, maybe the footage shot on the phone. But, but of course, it's going to look terrible. I really don't think the game's that bad looking when you're playing it, like, uh, well, I mean, on their Xbox One X prototypes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, like, super fun, and it was... I just don't know what Microsoft's deal is. Like, come on, you 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 don't have that much. You do have a game that seems to be genuinely good. Why would you not dedicate time to, like, actually showing that off? Um, but I don't know, man, that, that company just, they, it is one ginormous, uh, question mark of a sales pitch. Um, also I play agents of mayhem and they ruin saints row and it's going to be a very bad <laughs> entertainment product. It's yeah, really let's, like, let's talk can about I just say one good. bit from it though? Just one yeah. bit to sort of illustrate yeah. my issues. There was after the, the, I'm sorry, I got, I only played like an hour of it. And if you worked on that game and you're listening to this podcast, like, I'm sorry, it was just very not enjoyable. Much, many apologies, but I love Saints Row, and this was not that. And except they're kind of trying. Like in the mission I played, the big boss of the level was like basically Justin Bieber, and it's like, oh fucking finally that somebody's making fun of Justin Bieber. But like that that was one big thing. But then at the end there was like a a cut scene sort of sizzle reel, and one of the shots was a woman with a very large gun who grabs her crotch and just yells, "Tell it to the clam." And I just, and I just like this game, this franchise meant something. It well, meant it's a something. totally different team now, right? I mean, I mean, it's uh, yeah, technically. As I understand it, a lot of those folks have have dipped, gone is what ways. I have heard. But um, yeah. anyway, Angels Mayhem hugely underwhelming. Who knows? Maybe it will be better, but it just did not inspire any feelings. In I, I watched the entire thing like utterly stone faced, um, and. Yeah, the crew two is going to be a redemption story, unlike any other you've ever seen. You can turn <laughs> your car into a boat or a plane at any point. That's it's pretty great. <laughs> um, who's going next? Um, I'll go really quick. Russ, I I, don't, I think you played this, Griffin. I know that you played a little bit, but I'm going to talk a about bit. Arms. Oh yeah, on Switch. Um, and I'll keep it brief because I am no fighting game expert. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know what this game is. It's Nintendo's take on the Mario, um, on the Mario, <laughs> it's Nintendo's like fighting game equivalent of like Mario Kart is to racing games. That's not a real sentence, but I tried. Um, and I think it was actually made by the Mario Kart 8 team. Is that right? It feels like it. I I'm not sure, but it does feel like it. Um, but yeah, the, it's 1v1 and each of the characters has wacky arms that have they like are like springs or ribbons isn't there and... a 2v2 mode i thought there was a 2v2 oh, i think you might be right yeah um okay. anyway obviously i've not played much of that mode <laughs> yeah. um but you ha can either play it using the uh motion controls or just like traditional and you throw one arm at a time and you can steer the direction of those arms and you can give those arms different traits so you could have a character who has one arm that is kind of like a shield that is very slow. And then if, with another tap, will then suddenly like home in on uh, their rival. You could have one that is like a series of like five little missiles that separate, but they have like bad aim. You could have wrecking balls that are really powerful if they hit you, but really easy to dodge, et cetera, et cetera. And there's like a bit of like rock paper scissors going on certain are like style of arms can block other ones 
there is a grab mechanic that can be broken up by punching it that it, it's very very familiar fighting game territory what i enjoyed about it uh as somebody who really struggled to get into injustice mostly because i felt humiliated by the end of the tutorial um was that i felt like after playing through the campaign a couple times which is in fighting game tradition very short i had an idea of like how to get better i Mm -hmm. i I like had a sense of what the mechanics were and that i could learn them and i could improve um and also i was enjoying just using different characters the art style and weirdly just the variety of fighting mechanic like styles for the characters and the ease of the game reminded me of power stone even though they're very different but it i just kept getting that sense of that it felt like a game sega would have made at their peak um so yeah it's very good it is i am really curious to see what it's like once competitive gaming gets a hold of it um do you think there's really gonna be a scene i don't know that it's really gonna take off with the competitive gaming scene you know like i don't put any game from having a scene you know like i i think nintendo is eager for something like that to happen i don't know if like serious competitive gaming but i think it wants people excited about it Um, it 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 just kind of feels to me like the sort of game that i again and what i've played i have enjoyed like it's not a bad game but the sort of game that comes out very close to a, a console's launch that three years after the console's been out you 100% forgot it existed like remember fantavision nope it, yeah it kind of feels I, I think like that. that is fair i also think it's up to them to decide if that's the case like your first shot at a fighting game i don't think is ever going to be flawless yeah sure. um so i am curious what they do to make it feel more precise with uh the sequel that would be my biggest complaint is while i definitely feel like i'm like developing a certain level of skill i never quite feel like i am doing exactly what i'm intending to do which mm-hmm. is an issue for a game like this. Mm. Um, yeah. But I also really don't know how much of that is my own fault. Like, my instinct with a fighting game is to blame myself, which is not healthy, but that's just, like, the point that I've gotten with the genre. Just sounds like my everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's good. It, it, it's also just very cute. Like, there, the characters in the audience at the fights will cosplay as you or the person you're fighting. Um, the the final, final boss, at least, well, I don't even know. There might be more. No spoilerinos, though. So much. What? I, I don't think it's a huge spoilerino. I think it's okay. I think it's a small thing, especially because, like, I don't know, people... Is it Master is it master, is it master is Hand? It, no, <laughs> but it is, like, a cute throwback. I, I don't know if it's on purpose or not. It's basically Arms Goro from Mortal Kombat. Like, the whole time oh, you're fighting somebody with arms. two arms, and then you have to fight somebody with multiple arms. And let me tell you, not easy. Um, <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time... I, was, I played through a good chunk of it at my in-laws, and... And just quietly in my wife's childhood bedroom cursing uh my nintendo switch as i tried to beat this stupid boss um but yeah it's good it, i don't know if i can like recommend people rush out to get it if they're not already the type of people who are excited about it um but it's certainly yeah. not a bad game well, uh, just to close it out why is it called arms so the thing about it is ARMS is actually an acronym for a really m- m- mustache. So Justin, what game did you bring? Yeah, let's move it on. Uh, I brought, you work, workshop it in your own time plant. Um, uh, my game, and I touched on it last month because it was released in May. Sorry, it, June sucked, um, is The Surge, <laughs> which I actually, fun story, uh, hard deleted from my PlayStation 4, <laughs> straight up removed it. Fury deleted uh, the surge from my PlayStation 4. Have you ever and broken? Then, a, have you ever broken a disc, Justin? I feel like you're the type of person who's like broken a disc at some point. I or have like not, thrown a disc. I have not broken a disc. I broke controller two controllers in Dark Souls. Oh, um, and like literally just like chucked it at the wall. Fuck this. Uh, what was that smoke and uh, what's his name? You know, inner, you know in Orlando, you know Justin's feelings bu- about it. It made buttons stick. It made my buttons on the controller stick, and the USB charger doesn't fit unless the controller is like 
laying perfectly still or else it just mm. falls out. But I won't buy new <laughs> controllers because yeah. I had a tantrum and I should be a grown up. And now I have to live <laughs> with the repercussions of my decisions. It's a good lesson. Um, but okay, so the surge I got uh, June was so bad that I reinstalled this game that I hate deleted, and <laughs> uh, I deleted it because I deleted it be not because I was frustrated by the game itself, but because they, it just had these little hinky things in it that where you would lose big chunks of time um, because of like bugs or or whack crap. Like there was one example of like uh, I fell off a ledge. And it's a Dark Souls kind of thing, sci-fi Dark Souls, basically, which is about as much table setting as you need. But I fell off a ledge, and on the way down, I sort of, like, fell onto this pipe that for some unknown reason had geometry to it. Like, it had been white box for some reason, and I don't know why. I have no idea why, because you would never—there's no going back from this pipe. So I mm. don't know why it's, like, a physical object. But I— I fell onto that and then fell off to my death and my like scrap, which is sort of the stand in for souls in this game, um, got stuck there on that pipe. And I was carrying a ton and it was just like, you know what? Actually, I have a nope. better things. To do. I'm out. I'm done. Um, so tell it. Remind me what the, I, I know. It's like um, sci fi Dark Souls. But can you remind me sort of what this game is? So, OK, so you uh, when the game begins, you're. Um, hired by this company called Creo, which is sort of a sort of a stand in for like Elon Musk kind of vibe, uh, where it's a company that's trying to fix the earth uh, and like climate change is trying to fix it. And it's gone horribly awry. When you arrive, you are in a wheelchair. And the one of the first things you do in the game is find this exosuit that allows you to walk without your chair, but also, you know, provides you immense like... Um, attack capabilities um and the way that manifests is as you meet enemies in the game uh if they're wearing items the armor or weapons that you have not come across before you can specifically target the limb that the that armor or weapon is on and then attack it and then cut that off before you kill the or sort of as you kill the it counts as the kill but um you can cut it off and harvest it and put it onto use it as your own item. Uh, that's also how you get materials for upgrading stuff is by finding harder enemies. Um, and that's a really cool loop. You know, it's it sort of de in this game, leveling up is not the biggest deal. Like you get a little bit more health and a little bit more stamina. But what it, the main thing is that um, it uh, gives your exosuit more power. And what that means is that you can equip, uh, basically everything uses power. So your armor uses power, your weapons use power, and you have a bunch of different really powerful implants like that can generate shields or can um, uh, uh, refill your health or give your weapons elemental damage. And every one of those has a power cost as well. So you have to sort of be smart about which things you equip at any one given time and you really can customize something that feels good for you you remember that dope tron game monolith monolith made like tron, i think it was you didn't play tron the 2.0 yeah tron 2.0 was fucking super great. good and it had that system yeah, that was where it was cool. like yeah i remember now the first person one right yeah super good. yeah that was cool uh, yeah similar sort of similar concept um there are some very neat like in-world side quests um there the combat feels really interesting because you're slow but you have moves that are fast so like getting around like yeah positioning yourself well tactically is really important and then um you know you you but the but the actual like attacking and combat is is very fast you also have a pretty fast dodge that you can use to get out of the way of stuff but like it doesn't have the world itself is not as sort of engrossing as a Dark Souls thing. Like in every Dark Souls, I feel this great sense of like, man, I just got to poke around here because this is wild. And there's a lot of in-world storytelling and the surge isn't necessarily that. Um, it's very industrial, sort of from top to bottom. I mean, it's 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 it doesn't stray too far from that. Um, but the the story is very cool. It um the payoff is a little whack, but the story itself is cool, and there's some neat side quests and twists and turns and stuff um, if you want to pursue that. But honestly, it was just very 
I really enjoyed the the way it, like farming in those games can in those sorts of games can kind of be a chore um and it adds a really kind of it, it adds some nice variety knowing like okay i'm just looking for helmets and if you don't have a helmet see you can only get the armor if you attacked an armored part and there are parts of every almost every enemy that aren't armored so you can get a pretty quick kill except no but you get no sort of materials or weapons or armor uh, if you attack that unarmored part. So it adds a nice sort of variety to it. Like, I, oh, I'm just going to slice this dude up because I don't need anything he has. Um, some really cool boss design. I mean, it's just, it's neat. It's a, it's If you're sort of hungering for those games, which would be wild um, because they got pretty frequent there for a little while. We've been in a little bit of a, a drought as far as they go. And so if you're really um, hankering for, for one of those kinds of the games, I, I think the Surge is a very good one of those still very hinky i mean not not like uh as broken as some games prey that i played this year but um definitely have has some some hitchiness that can be pretty frustrating uh but i don't know it's it's worthwhile it's worth it's worth playing i think it's i think it's pretty neat well thankfully we have a very robust joy to look forward to do we just tons of games coming out mm, right. no there aren't hold on let me look i like I, to look i, I, I like to do a, i like to do a little preview let's see um uh looks like starting starting next week we got fucking fuck fuck oh fuck. oh splatoon comes out in july oh yeah Ugh. i played that uh no i played it at um at e3 it's gonna be great also Crash- Crash B is coming out at the end of this yeah, month. Okay. Got to get him in there. Get I kind of liked. Is Yonder that like passive um, RPG where you just sort of wander around? I think it might be. And you just like you like farm stuff, and there's no fighting. It's like very peaceful. If it's that, I'd be down with that. What the um, fuck is Fable Fortune? I have no idea. It's probably bad. Uh, Pyre. What remind me? Pyre is Fable is. Fortune. Oh, it's a collectible card game based on Fable. Fable's back, everybody. And a lot of uh, yeah, I don't remember what Pyre is. And then there's a Pikmin game coming out next month. Cars three. It's 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 lacking, but oh, we'll manage. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something out. We got through this month. August um, is very has a lot of stuff. Yeah, so, I'm popping off. Oh, Pyre's the, the uh, game from Supergiant. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, so I'm done with that. That could yeah. be really good. Uh, and the Zelda DLC comes out tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some. Could that be a whole its own game? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Zelda could take the place of Zelda. Uh, we aren't actually done with the show. It could try, Russ. Um, we have to pick one of these games as the best game. We didn't do that last week. Last yes, we did. month, yes, I think we, did. we skipped it last month. No, we? we didn't. No, we did. We did at the very. Yeah, we did. We picked it. It was. Uh, we hub, did, but also yeah. we fucked up because yes, we compared it to, to Zelda. Yeah, which we agreed we're going to do by quarter. So, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Pers- Persona Five is currently holding the title for this quarter. Wait, 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 wait! Didn't no, we do it's pub- not. PUBG? Didn't we do PUBG last time? Yes, I think pub- PUBG, PUBG, PUBG won. PUBG, PUBG yeah. won, but it beat Zelda when actually it had to go against Persona Five because Persona no, it didn't. Five no, 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 was- no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Wait, Justin, it wasn't Persona Five. It was the Masquerade game that I've forgotten the name of that won that month, and Griffin was really the sad sexy, about the it. The sexy brutal. It's it. Listen, we do this podcast every month. There are costs, <laughs> and this is one of them. We don't fucking remember what we did last time, but fucking what it arms probably okay. It doesn't is be PUBG. Uh, PUBG is the current reigning champion of this quarter. PUBG is the second best game of the year behind Zelda. This is easy. Why are we fucking talking about this? Zelda's the best is game. One of the best games ever made. Brutal, though. Yes, of course. Come yes. on. Next, 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 next month. Okay. Move forward. Fast is, forward. Next but, episode. Okay, the next question is what's the best game of this month? Yeah, we Fucking, gotta pick a winner. It's, can we just say Arms? Cave Story's 100 years old. <laughs> Nobody liked the first game, and uh, fucking The Surge <laughs> came out in also the same year Cave Story did. Yeah, Arms. Next, next episode, July, do it. Arms. Is Arms better than PUBG? No, next episode. We did this. I said it. Zelda's number one, PUBG's number two. It's done. It's okay. not number two. It's the game of the quarter. No, it's the game, hey, of, it's the game of the second quarter. This podcast has been Arms. A really massive success. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> for Chris Plant, Russ Fresh, Dick Griffin McElroy, uh, my name is Justin McElroy. Thank you for listening to the Besties. We will join you again next month because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best <laughs> games? Besties. Besties. Stop it. It's in the outro. Fuck you guys. Um.